what is going on guys we are back here again for another new edition breakdown i am the tyler ladder he is the aaron ben this is second and short aaron who are we talking about today well today anyone who's clicked on the thumbnail already knows we're talking about Corey littleton maybe a bit lesser known player he's not a big name like players we've talked about before like philip rivers or we talked about stefan diggs or melvin gordon <clears throat> but this is a player that i think could have a, a really good impact on his new team i was hoping i was hoping that when i said like who are we talking about you're gonna be like we're talking about the smasher Corey Littleton. Like, you were going to give him, like, a nickname or something was what I was hoping because, obviously, like, they're not – they know who we're talking about. But I wanted a little insight on, like, you know, back in high school, they used to call him two-book chucker. I don't know. <laughs> they called him a three-leg Greg because he had three legs till he had one amputated. And then he changed his name from Greg to Corey. Yeah, I don't think any of these work. So Corey Littleton, he's an undrafted free agent from Washington in 2016. He signed with the Los Angeles Rams. I guess those were they in St. They're in St. Louis back then, right? Yeah, St. Louis Rams, and then moved with them to Los Angeles. Obviously, he played there for his first four years. He was a backup for his rookie year. They played in that four-three scheme, so he was kind of the outside linebacker in that scheme. He played behind Akeem Ayers and Mark Barron, got his first start in week 14 that year. And then in 2017, Wade Phillips came in, a defensive kind of genius, switched them over to 3-4 defense. And then Littleton was, that year, he was the backup inside linebacker behind uh, Barron and then Alec Ogletree. He also started four games that year. And now... You know, that year, he had a breakout game in Week 16, and this is when we kind of started to see this potential. This is when he started starting, is that, you know, he had, a, he had his first NFL sack and interception all in Week 16 against the Tennessee Titans. That was kind of devastating for us, because I remember that was, we needed to win some of those last games to get into the playoffs. As a Titans fan, I'm talking. And I uh, kind of crushed our dreams there. Well, I mean, it's a good thing he did, because come 2018... Alec Ogletree gets, you know, FedExed his way over to the New York Giants, and Corey Littleton just slides his way on into the starting lineup, you know, and he becomes a starting inside linebacker for these Rams. And he had a great year. His first year as a full-time starter, he had 125 total tackles, four sacks, three interceptions, a forced fumble, and one of those interceptions he took back for six points. You know, and he was named to the Pro Bowl as a special teamer that year as well. Do that addition where they have extra players get at like a flex spot in fantasy essentially and then in 2019 he started all 16 games again showing his health 134 tackles three and a half sacks two interceptions two forced fumbles and he even recovered four fumbles total not just his own but others i mean this guy this guy is what you want as an inside linebacker you want a guy that's able to make plays he can cover sideline to sideline you know what? We'll talk about his fit in a little bit and how he plays. You know, March 2020 comes around. The Rams just have been not managing their cap properly. They've been overspending in a lot of positions, and really they couldn't afford him. And so he becomes a free agent. And his contract looks a little bit like 
Well, his contract is a three-year deal for $36 million. That's about 11.75 a year. And he is signed through the end of the 2020, through the end of the 2022 season. Uh, but he can be cut after two years uh, with no dead money. So if he doesn't work out in this couple of years, I can just let him go. If I'm going to, like, sidetrack here, I think that this is, like, the, the every undrafted free agent's kind of dream because he came in, paid his dues, like, was a backup special teamer throughout his first couple of years, finally got that starting job, proved himself, and then he got his big payday. So that's kind of like the... It's like it's like the American dream, but with undrafted free agents, that's kind of what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, and he's he's the when you look at his contract based on per year that that eleven point seven five million, he is the eighth highest paid inside linebacker, twentieth highest paid linebacker total because some websites consider edge rushers and inside linebackers the same position, which they're completely different. However. He's the eighth highest inside linebacker, and just based on the fact that, you know, he paid his dues, he worked his way in, he went from outside to inside, from inside to starter, from starter to pro bowler, you know, from pro bowler to improving his statistics in 2019. By doing all these things, it, for me, says that he deserves this contract, he deserves this extension, and you love to see it. You love to see a guy come on in, make less than everybody else in the building, and then outshines and outperforms his contract, and then gets his. So the 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 Oakland Raiders needed him, and they needed a linebacker for a multitude of reasons because this team is they're pushing, they're pushing very hard to try and be very competitive, and they need a little bit more. They need a little help. You know, they've drafted some players different places. Uh, the year before, you know, they got a nice little safety. They went out and got uh, Clellan Farrell, the defensive end. They came in this year and they drafted some cornerback help. And they just need that linebacker that's going to come in and lead the team. So let's talk about his fit with the Raiders. Let's talk about his defensive fit. So, yeah, the John Groot and Mike Mack have kind of been building this young defensive core through the draft. And they, like the last couple of years, and then they also realize they need some linebacker help. Uh, last year, the Raiders, like even the last few years, the Raiders, the Raiders uh, linebacker core has been not, not so great. Last year, they gave up a ton of yards over the middle in, those in, in that intermediate range uh, to running backs and tight ends, uh, which is, ex- is exactly where Littleton comes into play because his best and his most important skill in this new team is his ability to cover that mid-range. He's able to contain those shifty, pass-catching type running backs and make the tackle in the open field. Uh, Last year, he held Christian McCaffrey relatively in check, as much as you could hope to keep him in check uh, in this crazy season that he had. I mean, there's a ton of of pass-catchers out of the backfield in this AFC West. I mean... Established veterans such as Melvin Gordon, who we talked about back on Monday. Click the link in the top right if you want to see that video. Austin Eckler for the Chargers. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs have Damian Williams, who can be explosive, but they just drafted a new shiny running back in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who is able to do it all as well. You know, we see for the Broncos, they have Noah Font, who's an excellent, you know, route runner and can go out there and get the ball. Hunter Henry 
Travis Kelsey, just in the division, there's so many good pass-catching running backs and tight ends that having a guy that can cover short, you know, in this intermediate routes, those 5 to 15 yards, is what you need. And going up against Travis Kelsey, if you're going to beat these Chiefs and overtake this division, you've got to stop Kelsey. Simple as that. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. He has to be held in check because Mahomes is going to do damage no matter what. But if you can take away his best option and force him to go other places, then you might have more success. Yeah, and I mean, the teams that managed to beat the Chiefs last year, a lot of, I think most of the time, they were playing more like man coverage. And so Littleton, he has experience playing one-on-one man coverage against like a player like George Kittle, who's a great pass kitchen tight end. So if you can just put him, have him guard Travis Kelsey, you don't have to worry about him. Then maybe you get a couple guys to double team Tyreek Hill because, I mean, he always seems to be open on, on longer pass plays. That gives you a lot better chance at beating the Chiefs for the division. In addition, Littleton has great instincts. He's a smart player. He's, he can excel in zone coverage. And he had an overall coverage grade of 90.6 last year. That's third in the entire league. We're not talking just linebackers. We're talking the entire league. That's insane right there. Like, when you can bring in the fact that cornerbacks and safeties and all that stuff. Now, let's, let's, we're not just going to, like, sh- you know, we're not going to shine everybody's shoes and just, you know, have all the, gl- you know, the, the glare and the polish just brightly shine here. Like, there's a little bit of negatives. You know, he's not that great in the run game. He's not one of those like heavy hitters. He's no Sean Taylor who's going to come on in and just like destroy. But he's a great coverage linebacker, like you said. He has a good ability in the open field to have that pursuit, and he can wrap up. He's, he's, he's a sure tackler. He doesn't tackle with his arms a lot. He follows his fundamentals, you know, and he, he just gets the job done. So I think having a linebacker that is good in both aspects is positive. In my opinion, as a, as a linebacker, a middle linebacker, well, yes, you should be able to stop those inside zone runs in the interior offensive line. I don't really care too much about that because ideally, if your nose tackle is doing his job, he can plug a hole before it even creates, which can allow a linebacker to bounce outside and close on the gap, in my opinion. Yeah, and well, if, as long as we're talking about run stuff in the linebackers. They also, this offseason, signed Nick Kwiatkowski over from the Bears, uh, who uh, he signed a three-year, $21 million contract this year. He kind of, he's been, he's, he was also drafted in 2016. He's been kind of like this sort of backup linebacker for the Bears the last few years. Never really broke the starting lineup for too long. But he is a solid run stuffer. That's kind of his big strength. He's a good tackler. And he, he's ready to prove he can stick around as a starter. And the Raiders, they really need him to come in and help. They need these two linebackers to be that, to be that anchor in the, in the middle of the field. I mean, the Raiders, they've had, they've had kind of crap luck with, at the linebacker position for a long time now. Like, Tyre Whitehead was not great last year. Vontae's perfect. We all know what's the deal with him. Even, like, Navarro Bowman came over for a minute and kind of underperformed what people thought. 
they haven't had a lot of stability at that position for a very long time. And I think these two players together, if Corey Littleton can keep up his play like he's been playing the last couple of years, and if Nick Wiercast can come in and prove that he is the player he thinks he is, I think they could really provide a good anchor for that team at defense. So let's talk about the impact he's going to have, you know, both short-term and long-term. Him, Corey Littleton, and Kwiatowski are going to be turning 26 years old, and like we said, this front seven is very young. Improving the linebacker core right there, getting two starters in free agency that can complement each other very well is key because they add to that defensive line and players such as Burrell, Max Crosby, and Maurice Hurst. Those, you know, Crosby came out last year and shined and overperformed his, you know, expectations. And having those two guys to set the edge on the defensive line plus you have Hurst to plug up the holes, I mean, you're going to see a lot of success in the short term. And I think impact-wise, if they play as well as they're supposed to, they're not going to have to draft a linebacker for another year or two outside of getting depth help. Yeah, I mean, there's, these two are young enough where you can count on, if, if they live up to their contract, you can count on them for the next five, six years something like that so i think that i think that this is a a move that positively impacts them not only this year but also in the long term in terms of like if we're talking about actual production this year what do you think i want to hear like what you think about i don't want to like ask you numbers like how many tackles how many interceptions but like what do you think he's going to do this year tyler I think he's going to show up, and he's one of those guys that is a very hard worker. You know, away from the camera, when he's just the practice field, this is a guy that puts in so much time, energy, and effort. And I'm not saying other players don't do that. Obviously, they're all NFL athletes. They're professionals. They do that. However, this guy has a chip on his shoulder by being undrafted. He has a chip on his shoulder by being a backup, you know, to a a safety, Mark Barron, who is a converted, you know, into a linebacker. You know, then he becomes a backup to Alec Ogletree, who has all these physical tools, but just always makes the simple coverage mistake. And he has his abilities to fix this. And when he finally gets a starting opportunity, he shows up. And now he has a chip on his shoulder, and he's going to continue to show up. And it's statistically, he is going to be about his same on par that he had around 18, 19, somewhere in that range with everything from tackles to interceptions. But he's going to make plays. I kind of ranted there for a little bit, but he's going to be a playmaker. That's what I think. That's what I think his, like, my prediction is, is that he's going to come out and we're going to look at him and he's going to make the Pro Bowl as an inside linebacker. He's going to be one of the three best inside linebackers for the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with you. I don't, know, I don't know if I am confident enough to say that he'll be the top three in the AFC, but I do think that he'll come and I think he'll live up to his contract uh, he'll he will have his hands full, like we talked about, with those running backs and those tight ends in the AFC West. I think it'll be a challenge for him, but I think he can. I think he can hang with them. I think, like I said, his performance from the last couple of years should. I don't think we'll see a big drop or anything. Not quite as sold on Kwiatkowski, but that's kind of why we made a video on Corey Littleton and not Kwiatkowski. And I think the Raiders' defense is looking, it's 
looking pretty formidable, to be honest. Like, all those players they've drafted in the last couple of years, uh, in addition to, like, uh, Arnett that they drafted at cornerback this year, they should have a pretty solid defense this year. Yeah, Mike Mayock totally knows what he's doing in putting together teams. Like, this guy plays Madden so often, he knows what his team needs to be successful. And, you know, that's that's the key there, is that he's going to come in, he's going to have all the opportunity to be successful, he's going to become the leader of this defense, and he's going to be able to mentor all these young players. Like, that D-line, plus, you know, him and Kwiatkowski, they're all 26 or younger. So, not only short-term impact is he going to be able to have, you know, heavy hitting and making plays. Prediction big time is that he is going to shore up the linebacker position for this team. He's going to play out this entire contract, and then he's going to sign another contract on top of that to stay with the Raiders. Because his play is going to be so consistent, my biggest one, he's going to become captain. That's what I think is going to happen. Oh, yeah, I could see that happening. I think that's a good, I think that's a good prediction. Alrighty. Well, you know, this is a short and sweet episode. We we have these every now and then. We talk about some players, and and Corey Littleton is one of those guys that we could talk about him and his athleticism and his work ethic and his high motor and the fact that he's just a very a very good linebacker, but that's repetitive, and you guys already know this. So these are the reasons that we think he is the biggest impact signing for the Oakland Raiders this year. If you guys liked our video, go ahead and click that like button, smash it. It takes one second to like that like button, and it literally shows the world to us that we are doing the right thing for you guys. You like our content. If you don't like what we got going on, dislike, you know, down in the comment section. Let us know. Hit us up. Be like, hey, I wish you guys would do this. Like, let Aaron rant about his favorite food before you guys talk about a player or something, you know? It's peanut M&M's, by the way. Not, not no. peanut, peanut butter M&M's. If you guys want to see more videos like this from our new edition series, I already said it, but click the top right icon up there and subscribe to stay up to date on all of our newest episodes. Also, check out our social media. We're on Facebook. Uh, the link is down there at the bottom. Uh, kind of come in, write us some comments there if you want. Um, we're always checking out what you guys are writing. And uh, Instagram, uh, we've been trying to keep up with the posts on Instagram, kind of trying to post besides stuff like about the episodes. We're putting up like kind of news, little news updates rumors or anything like that sometimes a little bit of humor because we're pretty hilarious i am at least and uh, uh, that's that's about it just check us out how good we look Alrighty, guys this has been second and shorts new edition of Corey littleton to the oakland raiders again i am tyler lauder he is aaron ben thank you guys for tuning on in 